Greetings and salutations, my fellow geeks, and welcome to episode 104 of the Okie Geek Podcast. I'm Michael Cross. I'm Joshua Unruh. On September 9th, the Stillwater Public Library is holding a free pop culture extravaganza known as Lexicon. Lexicon. Fantastic <laughs> name. Great name. Joining us to talk about it is librarian and event coordinator Paula Long, along with her husband, Jim. Paula, Jim, thank you so much for coming. Well, thank you for having us. We're excited to be here. So, tell us about Lexicon. I still, that is the first time I saw oh, that. Oh, yeah. Great name. Well, I'm so glad <laughs> I'm so glad you guys got it because there are a lot of people that say, hey, how did you come up with the name? And we actually did have a social media contest. You know, we put it out on Facebook. Everybody give us your best ideas for a, a library Comic Con name. And somebody submitted Lexicon and we were all just. That's perfect. Yes. I, like, yes, absolutely. I mean, Why did we not think of that ourselves? It's good. But then you put the the tagline, right? The tagline and it just is, like elevates it three more notches. The tagline and, is "What fandom do you speak?" Yes. So that's been that's Huge. been the uh, great thing for us, and we love it anytime anybody appreciates our name. Um, so it's September 9th, That's next Saturday, and mm-hmm. it's from ten a.m. until three p.m. at the Stillwater Public Library. It's a free event, um, so we encourage everybody to come out. It's always this is actually our third year doing it. Um, uh, I guess the first year, the summer reading program for the national libraries was about superheroes. And mm-hmm. I had a couple of... We co- remember. I have a couple <laughs> of cosplayers in my house, and we were talking about activities for the summer. And I said, you know, we should do a cosplay thing. And before we knew it, my boss was saying, well, why don't you put together a Comic-Con? Do the thing. <laughs> yeah. So that was our first one. Um, and that was... We had... No idea what we were doing, and we had about 400 people show up for it. So nice. we were pretty excited, and last year it grew even more. We had almost 800 people there. Um, we've been getting vendors from, you know, I think we go out to Wichita, Kansas City, maybe from southwest Missouri. We've had one, one from northwest Arkansas. But um, the main portion of our vendors come from Oklahoma City mm-hmm. and Tulsa area. Mm-hmm. But we've got some great artists and, and vendors who come up, and they've just been really really good to us you know we when we first started this we didn't know if anybody would you know you hate to throw a party and no one show up right Right. (laughs) so we were just really glad i went down to SoonerCon and visited some booths and i handed Mm -hmm. out my card and i said we're trying to put together a con and this was in june and we were scheduled to have our event in august so (laughs) it was it was pretty um exciting but the vendors were were absolutely wonderful the guys at Jedi OKC. Oh, They're yes. like, oh, hey, Love you know, them. talk to such and so or get this person's name. And we say this every time. We need to have them on the show. We really do. Oh, you really do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've met them, you know, at, at all the things. And it's just like, why, why aren't they and on the show? Now I'm a friend of them. I'm on their Facebook. Yeah. And I've, why I've aren't they on their, their meetings? And I'm, you know, I should probably have them yeah. on the yeah. show. Settle that hash. Okay. My, yes. <laughs> Meanwhile, Absolutely. Lexicon. So um, they really uh, sort of walked me, walked me through a lot of it there at the beginning, gave me lots of names and contacts and stuff. So we are really grateful. And they're, coming back again this year of course so this year we've got about 35 vendors coming we've got um a door prize that's outstanding are we allowed to talk about this or is it a secret super it's not a super secret door prize um wizard world donated passes to okc comic-con the winner of the door prize is going to get a set of four three-day passes Oklahoma oh City Con, right? <laughs> yeah. so, That's pretty slick. That, yeah. that in itself is a reason to go. I know. It's a reason <laughs> yeah. to drive to Stillwater, everybody. Um, 
Also, the, cos the cosplay contest, we've got different contests for the kids, the teens, and adults. We've broken it out into three. Tokyo and Tulsa also gave us some tickets. So we've got, for the cosplay contest, we've got more Wizard World tickets, and we've got Tokyo and Tulsa tickets to give out to Very the winners nice. there. wonderful. And so, the game, the, the Cowboys game is Friday night in Mobile, Alabama. So don't worry if you're worried about going to Stillwater during game <laughs> you day. You will be able to get in and there, out of town. There is no game day that day. So it's not even a game like not people aren't even going not to Eskimo Joe's because the game is Friday night. So right. you'll get into Stillwater very easily. We actually take that into account sure, when we plan yeah. library events in Stillwater. It makes sense that we would You're, because it's very gets, wise. It's event, very wise. We know. have had a, an event here that failed utterly to take anybody's football schedule into account and it showed. Yeah. So yeah. good good pull. Not just Stillwater, but anywhere in the state of Oklahoma. Yeah. You during fall, oh, you have to right. look at everybody's schedule. To make to sure see who's playing you, where, that's and right. Make sure, to make sure no you don't game. interfere. Yeah, exactly. Um, where is where is the Stillwater Public Library located? In We're at the corner of Twelfth and Duck. The address is eleven oh seven South Duck. Um, so if you come into town on what turns into 6th Street. 6th Street, yeah, mm -hmm. um, Highway Fifty One. Yeah, just take 51. that to Duck and turn right, and we're just down at the end of the. Is that through, through the through the downtown area? No, it's just on this. It's just before you. It's just which direction is that? Just west, just, west, just west of, of downtown. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, which is uh, just south of the uh, Oklahoma State University, the, the campus there. Yes. Right. Um, so, what can people? Expect? Yeah. What are we going to do? I heard cosplay contest, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. Right. So we have the three cosplay contests. The event altogether opens up at ten o'clock, and we're gonna. The first half hour is just vendor time, so people mm -hmm. will have plenty of time to shop and not have to miss stuff. Um, then we've got at 10.30 is the kids' costume contest. at And also at 10.30, because Game of Thrones finale was such a, you know, everybody's talking about it. Oh, we've yeah. decided we're going to try and do a pop-up panel. We didn't, we haven't oh, planned good. it. Mm -hmm. um, so we're just now trying to talk people into to being on the panel. But um, that was just one of the things that we're like, yeah, maybe we should go ahead and throw this in this year. Um, <laughs> also a good thing to have while the kids are busy so they don't hear Right. Literally we, anything that happens on Game of Thrones. <laughs> right. We suspected that there would not be a lot of cross-play between the people competing in the children's costume contest and the interested in, in Game, Game of Thrones. Thrones. Right. Hopefully not. Right. <laughs> um, you know, of course, maybe some parents, but we, we've tried really hard not to, not to do too much of that. So then at 1130, our first real panels, we've got a Star Wars panel, um, and we've got um, several people from around the state who are involved in... in um, the 501st and the sure. Mandalorian uh -huh. works and um, and they're going to come and be our panel and my husband Jim here is the moderator for that panel he oh, met with wonderful. the speakers try to keep month. everybody on track that's uh, Godspeed yeah. sir <laughs> I, and it's fun, so funny I am reading a book right now and I, I don't know if you all get a chance to read it before but you probably should uh, How Star Wars Conquered the Universe uh, nice. I don't know if you've heard about this book uh, it just came out in 2015 right before The Force Awakens and it does the entire history. It's written by a wonderful, I, he's obviously a journalist, um, uh, because the way he writes, it's very feature style. He kind of goes back and forth. It's historic, it goes in timeline, but then he kind of jumps around depending on how, what is going on right now, like in 1977, compares to creation of the 501st or something like okay. that. And right now I'm actually listening, I do the audio book thing, and so I'm listening okay. to the audiobook and he's right now in the five stages of prequel uh, grief. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, and he goes yes. through each one from denial, anger, bargaining, depression, oh and finally God. acceptance. Okay, rabbit trail. And, well, and are you ready, Finn? Be, well, seriously, this is crazy. If I gotta else, tell a thing. Read that chapter. Find, find, I'm sure the Stillwater Public Library has this book, um, and and just read that chapter. And the I five think stages. Of everybody grief. needs to read this. Who's ever denied? I, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to revisit that time. Anyway, so what were you going to say? Okay, so I spent the last two days unexpectedly substitute teaching eighth graders, mm-hmm. and which was really cool. But we wound up in a. This will shock no one who knows me. We wound up in a conversation where these were these children. These children were serious. And focused and good Eighth at graders? arguing that the prequels weren't the worst things in the history of cinema. Like they were like, seriously, you're going to tell me that Mark Hamill was selling his acting? And I was like, don't talk to me about this. So Anakin Skywalker over here is like a cardboard cutout. Natalie Portman, one of the finest actresses of our gener- of her generation, and she's get- and she's being directed into woodenness. Don't talk to me about Mark Hamill, son. I, it was. It was very awkward. Like, I blinked at them instead of yelling, thank God. But it was really, whoo, that was quite a culture shock moment. The so, fans are very uh, yeah. passionate. Uh, there's a... And this generational gap where that's... I. It's like comics. I say that golden age of comics is five. Like, it's whenever you stumble onto them, that's, that's, that's your time. And I was like, man, you guys... Let's talk about Force Awakens instead. Uh, Jim, how do you how do you deal with the people that are just? I mean, you've got your prequel haters, your prequel lovers. How do you deal with that kind of stuff? I watch memes. <laughs> That's a good plan. Memes on Reddit is good. Uh, uh, good medicine. Yeah. I you know I see I don't think certainly I don't think the prequels are the worst thing to since in, it is cinema. Uh, Nobody cer- can see my sardonic face. Well, but certainly for real. The, the worst thing is you're the hunter from the future, but. <laughs> Manos hands of Manos fate hands is of technically fate. worse than there are many many other things worse. I think the problem was that we had built up what we wanted to see because and it's also, also they're legitimately awful. But well, we we additionally came with expectations, and, and I think with that, and I also think how many times by the time you saw the prequel, the first one, by the time you saw Phantom Menace, how many times had you seen Episode Four? Right. Hundreds, oh, hundreds of times. Yeah, so ridiculous. this is, you go to see it once and you'd already kind of built up. I mean, we all played with, even after Return of the Jedi, we played with our, our action figures and we had a what was going to happen before. We had an idea of what was going to happen after. We knew all of this stuff. And so when we didn't get exactly what we wanted, I think that was partial, part and parcel of why, what we didn't like about the prequels. But you're I'm so, starting to. You're so accept, much nicer than they deserve. I, well, I'm starting to be accepting of the prequels, not that I want to watch them over and over again. Uh, like I did, we did watch Star Wars at uh, Josh's birthday. That was fun. But watching them over and over again, I don't know if I'd want to. But Oof. I do appreciate them. If it had not right. been for the prequels, Star Wars would not be where it was, is today. Absolutely. And we would not have mm. the Force Awakens. We would not have. We definitely wouldn't Rogue have One. Clone Wars, which is enough for me to forgive. And we wouldn't have Clone as Wars long as I never have to look at it again. Right? Yeah, I think a lot of the generation thing. I think of um, James Bond. You know, when I grew up, I mean, Sean Connery is James Bond, yeah. but a lot of the younger folks would either identify Roger Moore or mm-hmm. now Daniel Craig, and 
So yeah. they kind of see Star Wars as, you know, young Annie. Yeah. I'm always George Lazenby. But yes. Uh, <laughs> Contrarian. <laughs> um, but yeah, you're right. And I think um, Anakin, and let me tell you, my greatest experience we watched, I finally, my, my wife actually said, we should watch him, watch the Star Wars in the machete order, which I don't know if you guys have heard about this, where you watch episode four or five. Then when you find out that Star Wars or that the Darth is Luke's dad, then you go back and watch episodes two and three so you can see the fall of Darth Vader. And then you come back to, to episode three. Um, well, we, my wife said, let's do that. And of course, all we have is the Blu-ray special edition. So right. that's all we have. And my wife had really never sat down and watched Star Wars before that. So we did actually insert number one instead of two, just two and three. We watched one, two, and three. And we got to the end of the entire thing and that moment that everyone hates when Anakin's force ghost shows up and it's Christian Hayden and everybody hates that moment. But for my wife, she saw that he appeared there oh. and she went <gasps> and cause she'd never known this. And to, oh, she was cool. like, instead of seeing an old man that she had no idea who it was, right. she saw this young man that she saw grow up and turn to the dark side and kill younglings. Now all of a sudden being redeemed. And for her, it was breathtaking. Silent, ghostly, semi-translucent, easily his best acting. <laughs> it, was, it was the best pickup. And honestly, that anything I've seen him in other stuff. That guy, I've never I seen don't him in anything know else. how he's working. I've never seen him anyway, in anything else. Broken Glass, pretty good movie, despite him. Oh, anyway, well. meanwhile, in Stillwater. <laughs> but yes, I, so we've got a, we've got a Star Wars panel, and we're, we're, Jim, what are you, or what, is there something you're trying to focus on with that? I mean, that's it's you know forty years <laughs> worth of. Right. So my job is to make sure that the panelists don't argue too much and just <laughs> they and argue start. just enough, right? Like the just enough to be entertaining and then everybody play nice. <laughs> I went to meet them at the bar and just to get an idea of kind of who they were and what they thought. And uh, I asked some question about, uh, well, so what is canon? And oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, about 30 minutes later, I tried, I, I was able to separate them because they were arguing about whether, you know, this one cartoon character was, <laughs> this is man for the, for the, like, does it Jax the bunny Jedi or something like that? Oh, may his tribe increase. Uh, <laughs> For for the thirty five year long comic book fan, so much Schadenfreude over <laughs> Star Wars people. Like, ha ha, yeah, continuity, kind of a thing. <laughs> Deal with it. Yeah, if you've been following Star corporate interests, books, yeah. maybe don't care about your continuity. <laughs> What's yeah. really funny is is when they got rid of all of the continuity with once it was sold to Disney and Disney's the, the store Lucas storybook story group finally said, you know what? None of it's Canon. Unless you've actually seen it on film created by yeah. George Lucas. It is so none great. of it is Canon. And so I think a whole bunch of people freaked out because, you know, Mara Jade was no longer real. And it, uh, it, it cracks me up. Th it cracks Thrawn me up. at the time was no longer real. And, and so everybody has to get comfortable with some imaginary stories being more important than other imaginary yes. stories. <laughs> so it's like when uh, JR was shot in Dallas and then, no, it was a dream. Oh. oh yes, and Bobby Ewing. Luke comes wakes out of the up from yes. a dream where he's happily married and raising a new generation of Jedi to realize that he's got this his douchey nephew and uh, <laughs> and his best friend is a deadbeat dad. That is spectacular. The, the whole the whole I, the whole thing was a dream on the island, and now it's like, oh awesome. man, I'm still alone I with like these rocks. That. New headcanon. <laughs> That the entire right. expanded universe is Luke's dream of what what ought to have been instead of uh, 
instead of Kylo and Deadbeat Han. Love it. Okay, yes. Anyway, again, meanwhile, back in Stillwater, but seriously, I appreciate that little dose of headcanon that I have now. <laughs> that works perfectly. So we have the 1130 Star Wars panel, and then what's going on after that, Paula? Okay, so also at 1130, we've got the guys from another podcast called... We don't believe the other and podcasts Warren. exist. I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. In our canon, we are the only podcast. <laughs> okay, in in the head canon. <laughs> uh, the guys from Beware and Warning are coming and doing a choose your own adventure panel. Oh, cool. Very cool. So, um, taking from the old books from the years that I'm not going to be able to tell you what years they are, um, where you got to like pick which section yeah, you were going to read for the ending. Um, and they've turned that into sort of a, a process where they, you know, act things out and talk about it and then get suggestions from the audience about what's going to happen next. Oh, and there's cool. a word for that this that I can't improv. Yeah, like improv. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't come up with the word. Yeah, so they're going to be doing that. That's also at um, 11:30. Then we've got the adults cos- the cosplay contest for mm-hmm. the adults at 12:30. 1:30 is the next round of of panels. We've got uh, one panel about writing fan fiction, um, which should be really interesting. I think there's an awful lot there to to go over. So yeah, absolutely. Um, it it should be interesting, especially if you if you're you know thinking about trying to start writing some fan fiction. She's going to talk a lot about the do's and don'ts, the the issues of copyright, some things like that. Who's that you your guest for that? Barbara. Her name is Barbara. I'm sorry, I didn't. And her need to last do that name either. is not written down in front of me, so I'm not going to be able to tell you that. That's okay. Um, <laughs> Show up. Yeah. Show up. Find and out. That's <laughs> right. You'll find out. It's a secret. It's a mystery. That's right. Um, and then we also have a Stranger Things panel. Oh, um, oh, that's because great. Because that's coming back up. Yay. And, um, and then we have the teen costume contest. We, we uh, pared down the hours a little bit this year. Last year, we went for eight hours. Um, this year, we're down to from 10 to 3, which is five hours, I think. Um, in part because of, you know, budgetary issues, mm-hmm. staff time, things like sure. that. We needed to, to drop it back a little bit. But we're still going to have... All that the sounds, fun. That's a ton of stuff. All the fun. Yeah. We've got um, the guys from Night Arms in Stillwater mm-hmm. who are going to be running a tabletop gaming day for us, uh, room for us all day. Um, and then we're also going to have um, some guys from Game Exchange there in Stillwater who are going to mm-hmm. be doing uh, video gaming stations. Very cool. So it's going to be a lot of fun. For the kids, there's going to be um, activities provided by the Wandertorium there in Stillwater. They're going to be coming over and taking over the story time room. And um, providing activities for the little ones as well. Though, just walking around a Comic Con is such a great activity sure, for a couple kids. Um, and of course, since Especially we're a library, covered in cosplay, right? I mean, because now half of the attendees are also an exhibit. Yes, far, you know, for yes. looking. Yeah, so, and that's yeah. one of the things that I think is the most fun for the kids, the little ones their eyes just get huge as they're walking around and there are all these people that they know from their TV shows or the movies or, and there's no different like that. That is who they are. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Like, like uh, uh, my son has started to transition out of the place where he wants to get his picture taken with the person in the costume, but is no longer convinced that that is in fact the flash or whatever. No, it's fine. It's about that time. But I mean, my, my friends with, with younger, with younger kids, I'm still watching them where they're just like, I don't know if I want to get my picture with the flash. Isn't he busy? And it's like, (laughs) it's like the Santa Claus question. Like, do I tell them? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, he'll be fine. If he has to get away, he'll get away fast. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it'll be all right. Well, and, and if you have ever been to an event in costume, um, 
uh, I think Jim's one that told me that it's kind of like being a rock star. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. you're like walking down the down the hall and somebody wants to take their picture with you. That doesn't happen in real life, right? You know, yeah. nobody approaches me on the street and no, says, right. hey, 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 can I get my picture with you? You know, little kids, don't run up and hug me. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it's really pretty cool. You throw on a fed outfit and everybody Everybody's wants to right there beside be you. That's right. Now, I will toss out there because we're a library. We are asking that there are no overly risque or gory costumes, mm-hmm. of course, um, and no functional weapons. We've got, we'll have the people from the Stillwater Police Department there helping us do we- weapons checks and stuff, um, just like at any other con. Right. But, um, yeah, they're, they're not a lot. Yeah, if anyone's out there listening to this and thinking you're bringing, you cannot bring an actual weapon to any. Any event. Any event. Just don't do it. That just is ridiculous. Buffers, phones. Right. This, this, is fake. this is fake. It's the, the whole idea behind it is to, vote, to be pretend. Right. And, you know, we're fine with lightsabers because we're pretty sure, sure those aren't really going to cut anybody's <laughs> arms off. But, um, you know, really a, a sharp again. sword, no, needs no, to just stay yeah. home. There's no, no real point in that. Because um, yeah, you can make those big fake foam ones that they carry in video games that are ridiculously yeah. they would My never World work of Warcraft in real life. style sword yeah I'm, well final the, the fantasy. final fantasy one where it's like the, he's carrying a sword that's twice as big as him it's like you wouldn't be able to do that right that's, it doesn't hurt your arm nearly as much to haul around foam all day just foam <laughs> so and we've had we've had some great costume contest entries in the past and i anticipate it's going to be pretty good we've got one year we had a girl who was thor and she had made all of her armor and everything out of craft foam it was so good in fact she um just graduated last year and she's at where'd she go to school Savannah College of Art and Design. Yeah, Savannah College of oh, Art and Design. You don't say. Sense, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, sure so. I wanted her, yeah, begged her to come. A lot, sure. of, a lot of talent shows up in these costumes. And it's and, and ingenuity. You don't have to necessarily be the best seamstress or the best, um, you know, person working with craft foam. If you can, you know, tap into the truth of the character mm-hmm. Sometimes you can just go to the thrift store and find exactly what you need to 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 do a really awesome costume. Yeah, I was at Wizard World and the, I saw a guy who had, was in a uh, just slacks, dress shirt, and tie, and glasses, and he pulled the tie back, and underneath he had had a Superman T-shirt. Right. I'm like, boom, you're Clark Kent. Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just it it's it was just it's simple. The and closet, easy to do, you know. It the, was the closet cosplay. The closet I like, cosplay I like the best so far that I've seen is you have two people, a man and a woman, in an evening gown and a tuxedo, and they just run up to every single Batman and fall down dead in front of him. <laughs> Love it. Oh, that's so good. That is so so. Good. I saw I saw a picture of this, you know, on various various con wrap up. You know, I can't, I wish I could find it again because it was just the end. Of, you know, there's gonna be a lot of Batman, <laughs> and they just of- did it to everybody. And oh it, you know, it's a tux and an evening gown. You you need to have heard about them in advance to know you need to not go near them if you're a Batman and don't want. <laughs> Don't that want to happen, to right? Like, and they're anybody. not really going to stand out from a certain perspective, you know, in a room full of cosplay, tux and an evening gown. What are you doing? It's like, get them. It's Thomas and Martha. <laughs> yeah. Did you want to go there, spread out some pearls on yeah, the ground? Yeah, yeah. Just... <laughs> yeah pretty great. great. 
And what I like about the the ten to three is we talk to a lot of uh, conventions uh, that are, they go on for two or three days, and a lot of cosplayers who say certainly they don't want to bring out their a game costume on like a Friday night or or a Sunday morning when it won't be seen. The great thing is these are going to be you're going to see the cosplayers at yeah. their top because. They don't have time to get tired walking around an entire day and the stuff or hot or whatever. They can actually just they're just there to bring out their their a game. Right. And one of the things that I love about about cons in general, but that we certainly see in Stillwater, you know, as a whole, I think cosplayers are among the most accepting group of people that I have Mm -hmm. ever Mm -hmm. met. Um, And I got my first taste of it when I was, you know, when I went to SoonerCon and everybody was just so genuinely helpful about trying to help us get a library con put together but then you go to the bigger cons and and even in Stillwater it doesn't matter your gender it doesn't matter your size it doesn't matter what color your hair is you can be whoever you want to be that day Mm -hmm. and everybody is going to say oh my gosh you're perfect Mm -hmm. and it's Mm -hmm. it's a very affirming situation i think and and i love that we can help bring part of that to to stillwater because um it's not it's not always being yeah i mean it's not always being easy being yourself yeah sometimes it's easier being somebody else and if you can be somebody else and have everybody tell you wow that's a great cosplay you know it's just doubly affirming i think and so it's it's nice to get to see that too and you know, it's kind of a nice uh, sanctuary for the geeks of the world sure, to all come absolutely. out and say, hey, here, fly my geek flag as high as I want. And um, it's just delightful. It's really um, the, um, I've lost my train of thought. Yeah. Somebody's well, rabbit. You're, you're absolutely right. <laughs> I think it, one of the other things is the fact that it's in Stillwater. Uh, we've had a lot of things going on in Columbus City. But this one kind of gets people away from the central Oklahoma. They can actually go a little bit out of the way and see that this fandom exists outside of our own little circle. Absolutely. And this is one of the things that for, a you know, I'm a parent. I have a, a, one child who loves cosplay. It can get quite expensive (laughs) going to comic cons we were looking on you know and just the price of a four day to get four people into okc con for one day is is can be cost prohibitive for a lot of families and that's one of the reasons you know we were talking about budget issues at the library and how are we going to make sure that we you know re re repay the funds that we're spending we don't aren't spending very much money on this con but um it has to be self-sustaining. Sure. So how are we going to do this? I fought a long, long and hard argument saying there is no way. I don't want to pay. I don't want to even charge people $1 to walk in the door. Mm-hmm. This needs to be a free event because if nothing else, it gives you an opportunity to experience a con even if you can't afford to right. go mm-hmm. to a big con. And it may not be as big, but I tell you what, we're going to have the cosplayers. We're going to have the vendors. We're going to have the panels. Well, I mean, if nothing else, it's like a mini it is. A mini con, right? It is like, a mini like con. The, That's exactly the right. Intense, you know, five hours of what it would be like to do this for two or three days. Yeah, they might be bigger. Yeah, they might have more vendors, more people, whatever. But and we you've don't got have a the idea. Yeah. Yes. You know. Is this yeah. something you want to do? Is this something right. you want to do? <laughs> That's, yeah. That's exactly right. right. And Dip it, your it toe. Gi- right. If you want to, it gives you a chance to say, "Hey, maybe I do want to spend some time and, and money on this and and have this become more of a hobby for me," um, or it's a way for parents to say, "Okay, here, kids." 
this is an affordable way for us to mm-hmm. do this that right. you know maybe you can do it down the road more in- intensively but for now this is this is this is good and it really is it really is a lot of fun as a con too because you don't get quite as tired i mean <laughs> it's a real thing yeah <laughs> you know you con, con fatigue and post con drop is absolutely, real things absolutely. we had we had in june and july i think probably about six weeks worth of back-to-back every Saturday yeah. was something, something going on. We had Rally of the Realms and then uh, all leading up to eventually New World Comic Con. Mm-hmm. There was something going on every weekend. And after that six weeks, I think we finally hit a weekend where there was nothing going on. <laughs> I think we just had a podcast and we just went, hey, we did a bunch <laughs> of stuff. We're going to go home and take a nap. And yeah, it was. it's just awful. Your, it is very Your tiring. step count on your little Fitbits <laughs> yeah, just go right. out the roof. But yeah, so you'll still get plenty of con. I mean, we've yeah, got yeah, definitely. the North, we have a separate building, meeting rooms building at the library and there are three floors and we're going to have all three floors going um, with vendors on two and then the panel discussions and things in the bottom floor. I want to ask about vendors. Yes. You mentioned yes, them right. earlier, but like, can we, can we talk about some of the vendors so who are going to be visiting? Absolutely. Some of the art, uh, cause um, you mentioned artists specifically, right? Yes. yes. And, and um, one of my f- Favorites, I guess some of the people who have been most helpful from the beginning, the guys, the people at My Chic Geek yes. Yes. Um, here in Stillwater, um, they're going to be there and they're going to have a, a, a big, big display. Um, for artists, we've got Alan Grimes and Jerry Bennett. Mm. Oh, we love Jerry. Oakland. What what was the what was the, the hassle that Buck was giving him at New World Comic Con? Like he, Oklahoma's favorite jerry bennett something like that yeah <laughs> yeah he's he's also this will be jerry's third year um, yeah. coming to the con he's That's been there great. he's been there every year um we've got alexandra brought she's this is her first year i'm not as familiar with her stuff but um she's coming up uh the crazed lemming productions that uh, t-shirts ron butler with the t-shirts oh, yeah. and the buttons and stuff he always always comes up and does a great job for us um we've got several stillwater groups or people who oh, are going to be there um there's a group that atakd comics it's a group of of um four or five people who um are doing their own their own comic stuff we've got oh this is somebody liz campbell if you're listening i'm sorry i didn't know you before um she has <laughs> Perlin the sprites with by liz she does pearl beads you know the, the little melty beads oh, yeah. that you iron yeah. okay mm-hmm, yeah. She takes it to such a whole different level than anything I ever thought was possible that I'm just stunned and so excited to see her stuff. Like she's got the characters from Harry Potter and it looks, you know, those mosaics where you take lots of different pictures and it mm-hmm. makes one big picture yeah. um, and it looks real. And then you get up close and you're like, oh, my gosh, that's a whole bunch of different pictures or something. That's the way you look at these things from, you know, the far off photos and you're like, no way can oh that be gosh. melty beads, but sure enough, that's that's what it is. Um, so we've got she's going to be there. The, um, SNS Collectibles is another group that's coming up, and they've got um, a lot of like pop vinyl and stuff like that collectibles. So we'll have lots of people with collectibles. We've also got several um, anime collectible groups mm-hmm. so uh-huh. asian culture and entertainment that's Wes bowen from down here in oklahoma city i'm pretty sure and um so he'll be there we've got um the sca people from the the 
the historical sure, society reenactor. Society for creative, creative anachronism. anachronism. Yes, thank mm-hmm. you. Right. Out uh, there sword fighting. Well, you know what? Last year they did. It was a million degrees, so this year we're not having them sword fighting because yeah. I felt so sad. So, this year it so would have been bad. fine, right? Right. right. Perfect, well, and they'll be there. They may des- may they take may do their stuff anyway. outside anyway. Yeah, um, because we've got a great a great courtyard out there that's perfect for it. Um, but so they're going to be there, and they, you know, like they brought a big spinning wheel and. Uh, we're weaving and stuff last oh, yeah, year. Oh, yeah, That's fantastic. So, I know, of, of course. I'm a total dude. To... I totally just go right for the sword fighting. But they also <laughs> make cloth and brew things and all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so they'll... <laughs> I know. They'll be, they'll be there. And uh, the Mandalorian mercs are going to have mm-hmm. a table, so they're going to have... They always bring cool stuff. Mm-hmm. That, you yeah. know, it's great to get your picture taken with some of these characters. But, okay. And I say it's fun for the kids. Might be fun for the grown-ups, oh, it too. Is. <laughs> it is. I, and I don't know if uh, Jedi OKC, for the past couple of cons, they've brought their entire, this... Yeah, it's almost like a, a job of the hut. Yes. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. So, and they've been taking that everywhere, so I'm, I'm, I'm hoping they bring it, because if kids could get a chance to see this, it is phenomenal. This this huge job of the hut cool. thing. Um, they just that Jedi OKC are amazing, and, and hopefully you guys... Are you guys going to have the, the uh, OKC R2, do you know yet? I don't know for sure. Okay. I don't know for sure. He's great. He's pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> the little remote control R2-D2. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know for sure it, which members of the sure, group are coming. Yeah. It's kind of a surprise when yeah, <laughs> sure. they show up. Um, we've also got some authors. There's a group called Nevermore Edits that is a group of, I don't know if they're self-published or if they help pub- authors get published, but they're going to be there um, with some of their authors and, and books to sell. Um and then we've also got a couple of local authors who are gonna who are gonna be there. So it's an opportunity to talk to some people who have done some self publishing. Also, yeah. the comic book creators. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's a chance to to a lot of our artists are comic book creators, and so you can talk with them about what it takes to get to get going. And and you know, I said earlier the cosplayers are so accepting. The vendors, the artists who come out to these things are just so polite and kind and so interested in answering your questions and talking to you about what it takes to get involved and how they got started. And um, I haven't met anyone yet who is like, no, it's a secret. I'm I'm not going to tell you the names of my contacts because I don't want to share. That's just not this group of people. They are. I mean, for one thing, it's ridiculous to want to slam that door shut behind yourself. Like it's not, it is not a, a pie with only so many pieces. That's right. But the other part is that honestly, all of those stories is, are going to help, but they're not roadmaps. Like it's so, it's such a unique path for every artist that manages to, to turn it into an actual job that they're really just tips. There's yeah. not, it's not a checklist. So right. I'm giving away no actual, se- unless you were literally me at literally that specific it's place right. at that specific time, I'm not giving away any secrets. Right. In which case you I know. would give myself much better advice. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> so I wasn't following this. And I think that's a lot of the other things. If, if, if you see somebody who's younger than you, who is one, has the same passion, same interests, you actually want to give them the same kind of advice that some, you would have hoped somebody had given you back when you were younger too. Right. If, if you're a kind person, <laughs> right? I mean, and well, I think yeah. so I mean, far, all I mean, of these really people are very kind. Two huge, I mean, broadly two huge schools of nerd. And one is the nerd who wants to 
keep everybody out of their super cool nerd right, club. Yeah. And the other one is who's like, everybody come into the nerd club. <laughs> come see how much fun this yeah. can be. Bring, bring, only one of those should be vendors at your show. <laughs> <laughs> well, and so far, that's that seems yeah. to be the case that yeah. we've got lots of very, um, very welcoming, welcoming people. And the other neat thing, and we talked about seeing costumes. Man, the caliber of art that is being produced oh. by some of these Oklahoma artists is really tremendous. It's so, it's such a good chance to to see some artwork on display and and maybe purchase some that, I mean, I just would never have dreamed before I got involved with this that that, that was so available. Mm-hmm. But there are really some some really really talented people out there, and there, a lot of them are going to be at our little Stillwater lexicon very cool that's fantastic when you do the cosplay contest uh are there uh michael's angling to be a judge right now no <laughs> i know I, I just i'm actually i was kind of wondering about that the people are gonna do are they do they just show up and sign up is yeah there... there's no we don't have any pre-registration okay. yet so far we haven't outgrown for the first two years we did have we had three categories but we had it all at the same time and it was just getting too big and long and so we've divided it out into three categories but we still don't have any pre-registration except that when you get to the event you'll need to stop by and sign up at the at you know there's a table for that yeah. where you put your name um and we have a photo release so that we can use your picture online yeah. and stuff like that and parents will need to sign off for kids under 18 um but you know, we want anybody to to be able to participate, and so we haven't we haven't had any pre registration or anything required. And with the children, it's under eighteen. Yeah, um, the way we divide up our groups, right. we've got children are up to fifth grade, kindergarten, okay, okay zero right. to fifth grade are in the children's category. Ten ish, eleven, yeah. 10, 10, 11. Kid so. from um, if you're in sixth grade through a senior in high school. You're in the teen category. Okay, great. And, and that's then, still in the children's one at 1030. No, that's at that's, the teen one is at. That, oh, that's, that's the, the teen last one, one. The teen contest is at 230. That's the 230 it, one. Yeah, okay. The last two years we've had. I misunderstood. I thought you said team. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, like a group. Oh, yeah. man. No. Hey, and I if would you have a squad goals for your cosplay crew. Right. Well, that's what I was thinking. Like Justice League of way. America right there. Well, we and we do. We have had some groups. Just Sailor, Sailor Sinchi. Sailor, Sailor Moon group. <laughs> I will wear a tuxedo in million degree heat and be the most useless character in the history of fiction <laughs> in order to be part of a Sailor Sinchi squad. <laughs> All right. Call me, people. Call me, listeners. <laughs> you need some help. Um, but we have, we do. Um, when we have a group, if it, we just put you in the category the, of the oldest, were, yeah. the oldest person in your group, um, and so so the, the team is then at then the, two thirty, and the adult is at is at twelve thirty. Twelve thirty, yeah, yeah. Okay, and the um, so teens are from fifth, sixth grade to seniors to in high seniors school. Seniors in high school, okay, and then adults yeah. are on up. Yeah. Um, and the the teen has been the largest group so far, but man, the adults are edging up there. <laughs> you know, everybody was so surprised the first year. I, I they could have asked me, I would have told them. They're all like, "Oh, will it, will there be anybody over six years old?" I'm like, "Um, yes." What do you care? <laughs> Come here, let me show you the internet. <laughs> <laughs> right? right? Have you met the internet? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, um, it's 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 wonderful, and the um. Like I said, the winners of the costume contest are going to get tickets. We've got more Wizard World tickets um, and then the Tokyo and Tulsa t- tickets as well. Slick. So we're going to be, we're, we really appreciate the people at Wizard World and at Tokyo and Tulsa. This is the, the second year Wizard World has donated tickets for us um, oh, that's, to, to, to give that's away. Right. 
and um, Tokyo and Tulsa this year has, has jumped in and, and donated some as well. And, you know, the vendors have always donated stuff for door prizes mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's been wonderful. You feel the love at these when you're putting sure, these things on yeah. because, you know, we're not able to pay anybody to mm-hmm. come and speak. Though, you know, our goal down the road, would we love to have some author or artist come in? Yeah, but we're going to have to... We're going to have to raise a little bit of money before that happens because I still would love to be able to keep it as cheap or free if possible. Um, but for right now, we've got, you know, everybody is volunteering their time. The judges are volunteering their time, mm-hmm. the panelists and moderators. Um, so, and, and it's amazing how many people say, hey, I want to help. I want to help. We love it. Yeah, we really very do. cool. Yeah, yeah. SoonerCon took 27 years before they got someone of the caliber of Timothy's on. I mean, so... Right. it's just and of course now it's it's and i don't think any of the smaller cons have had anyone major i mean yeah, wizard A-list world it does because I wizard mean, world's a national right firm, and they can take a them lot everywhere. of our smaller cons also try and focus local which yes, much, right. yes. much so, like you're doing which is super great i mean i mean and, that's way it, it should be yeah yeah it takes off some of the pressure of trying to find like an, a national right uh you, you know right. guest it's cool if you can get them right somebody knows somebody but i mean i i appreciate the the I mean, I didn't. I don't think I knew two thirds of the names that you mentioned that are going to be at. Well, and that's one of the things. Vendors, artists who are just getting started can afford to come to our con. Right. I mean, you know, this year we actually had to charge a booth fee of ten dollars. So, (laughs) right. I mean, if you know how much the vendor (laughs) vendor tables cost at some of the big cons. Oh gosh, yeah, yeah. You know, the artist. There's a girl who's a college student. She's graduating this year, and she's bringing. She's got a table. Her stuff is fabulous. It's super high quality. She wouldn't be able to afford no. to go to another con as a vendor. So it's it's great. You get to see a lot of people. Well, it's are, a roll of a dice. Sometimes you can. I mean, she might be able to, but are you going to be able to sell enough to be able to pay for right. that table? Yeah. Right. And at ten dollars, probably. Probably. Right. Um, and well, and you might have to cover gas, but we're hoping. Yeah. <laughs> but even then, you're, and if you've yeah, got a thousand people, you yeah. know, yeah. coming to the event, which we, you know, we we're hoping for a thousand this year. Sure. So, and we had almost eight hundred last year, and word of mouth's getting pretty pretty good. So. I, well, and you made, yeah. this is year three, and you had this is year three, yeah, and you had a doubling right between year year one and year two. I mean, you. You may shock yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you, may, you know, I think that's why a thousand is a good way to go. That yeah. way, if you get twelve hundred, absolutely, you know, right. that's fantastic. Right. Or you go sixteen hundred. I guess is what yeah. you were saying. After, yes. Yeah. After that, then you're like, nobody call the fire marshal. <laughs> <laughs> right. This is a this is a lot of uh, there's a lot of foam and neoprene. There's a lot. Yes, everywhere. <laughs> well, we've got a big building. We can t- we can accommodate you can a lot of it. people there, and uh, we hope we certainly hope to. That's amazing. How, how is that's not a new building, is it? Is Actually, it used to be like the junior high or high school building years and years ago. Oh, okay. And um, I'm I not think years and years ago, like when I was there. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay, so I, okay. I don't. We remember. haven't lived in Stillwater all that long, so it was before me. It was before eight years ago, anyway. Um, I don't remember exactly because I was. There's a campus library, obviously, right. and uh, yeah. and I worked in it, so uh, I did not often need the services the of Stillwater's, li- you know, public library. Yeah, yeah. So it's um, it's. I'll ask my wife. She she might know. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, so we have we have uh, that that big building, and it's it's all meeting room space now. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. that's what it's used for. It's not how it doesn't house any collections. Oh, but let me do say. Speaking of collections. Any money that we raise through donate donations and proceeds from vendors, and and we've got a, the teens from the library are doing a snack bar. Um, 
any all the money that we earn from those things are going to go to purchase more graphic novels for our yes. collection. Um, a worthy cause. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's love that. a worthy cause. Graphic novel books don't hold up maybe quite as mm. well with regular checkouts, but they get checked out a lot. Yeah. Um, and we'd like to not only replace a few things, we want to be able to expand our collection. Sure. Um, because it's it's really um, taking off and and. That's, so that's what we're going to use the funds that we do raise for. Well, I think, Josh, one of our first conversations that we ever had on, on the show was the fact that a, finally we're getting to a point where people are recognizing that graphic novels are an actually great way to start kids reading. Yeah. Uh, for the long time, well, there was, I mean, there was, learned, there was a stigma about that. I, learned, yeah. I literally learned to read on My not even did. graphic novels. I mean, like off the spinner rack. Yes, you know, the, the, right. just the oh. comic books of four is. comics that, you know, did not sell. So they put them together in a, in a four. <laughs> right. Pack. So, I mean, I learned to read on them. It was nothing. Um, my son's always been kind of a voracious reader, but one of his very good friends uh, in school was having trouble. Mm -hmm. And I was like, just come over. Well, we have all these like free, you know, the stuff we get from free comic book day. We will send them home with you. Oh, to loan? Just, just have them. Just, right. just, just go practice. Just read the thing, you know. And uh, and he did. He saw an improvement. I mean, it's... Well, and one of the things about reluctant readers, young and old, honestly, too much text on a page can be very overwhelming mm -hmm. to the senses. And yeah. so yeah. when you've got smaller pieces of text, it's um, it's really much easier for some people to read that way. Um, and the stories... Right. Are awesome. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. this is not. I mean, you're going to be. It's engaging and it's quick, rapidly engaging. Yeah. So you don't have to wait until you're to the third chapter to to get into the story. You can you get sucked in right away. Um, not to mention appreciation of the artwork, which I think is just. I mean, a lot of times that will draw you into a comic book as, as much as the story itself, and, and just being able to look at some of these images and, and some of this artwork. But again, we're talking about, especially in this day and age of computer animation, this is all still, it's drawn by hand. It is, it is artists who care about what they're doing. And so it adds so much to, to the appreciation of a, of a graphic novel comic book. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Fascinatingly, I am discovering that people who want to read comic books but have never read comic books before are actually kind of having a problem. Yeah. Like, I have to do tutorials on the how. You on know, where like, to start? Uh, uh, no. Well, yes. Yes. But also the, um, like, page flow. How to read oh. it. Yeah. Yeah. B because it's just, I mean, again, I've been doing this literally my whole life. It doesn't even occur to me that, and the ones who are super committed, I'm like, well, you don't need to talk to me. Just go read Understanding Comics by Scott McCloud. Like, if you are that into it, that'll That's sort you out. But practice and ask me. I, but it's really been, I mean, it's been surprising to me. Again, I, this is, it's just like a visual language right. that that I am fluent in, so I don't think about it. It makes me it makes me think of my, my mother-in-law who has not owned a television in I can't tell you how long. And she came to visit once and was watching something ridiculous like Law & Order. I mean, the most basic television storytelling you can have and she hasn't had a tv in 10 or 15 years or whatever and she's just like what's that guy doing who is he i forgot who that is and it's not like and it's not like little kid where they aren't paying attention she's paying attention she's just like my god a screen wipe you know and I, i'm like uh i mean obviously she didn't say that because she doesn't know what screen wipe is. but <laughs> that was the kind of reaction where she just could not follow what was going on because she's not familiar with the language yeah. And so I just filed just that away. Lexicon. We're going to the lexicon, if you will. <laughs> that's right. Um, the lexicon of, of comics. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. it's really it's uh, uh, that's been a sort of 
I expected, like, like I, I do a thing, I do like video seminars for explaining comic book stories or helping people find the right stuff to start with, depending on what they like or, you know, that kind of stuff. And that I expected. Right. Obviously that I don't know where to start. Right. But then when they're like, how do I read this page? I'm like, wait, what? (laughs) Crap. It's like teaching somebody to follow the music in the, and it does, it does, it's hard. But when, when, um, uh, Devin really kind of was like, I don't quite understand how to to read this. It was the first time I, I gave my son or I actually got my son out of the library, the, uh, um, um, a manga. Yeah. And and handed it to him, and he immediately read it. It was no problem. I said, "Now just understand, it goes from back to front. It's not it's not front to back." He picked it up. Of course, he's also left handed. That really that probably helped. made yeah. a difference. Um, but he also was able to pick it up and read it. I still to this day it's can't. I can't me. do it. I can't read manga. The page I can't hardly put them on the right. shelf because it's like the titles on the wrong side. And right. I'm like, yeah. 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 How do you do the yes. Yeah. And so I, I I was like I I. I I can't do that. So I understand where they're. I coming think from. my familiarity over uh, with the just page layout like basically gets me over the biggest of the hump but i am often just like wait that didn't make sense oh that's because you read it the other turn. (laughs) not even turn the page wrong but just i tried to go to back a word balloon Mm -hmm. to the right instead Mm -hmm. of to a word balloon to the left yeah i I get it people i understand yeah (laughs) it it does happen if you don't realize where that the word balloon is is overlaying the the panel that's the direction you're supposed to go oh that's the that's a whole other the ability of the artist to compose a page is also like a secondary conversation of some of them are kind of bad at it. (laughs) (laughs) Not just manga. I mean, like some of them are just like, no, if they know what they're doing, there's a through line. That's where you just want to hand them Watchmen was just nine panels every page. Uh, You never once did anything else. If ever want to hand people watch. That's right. I'm just saying in in the panel format that everything was nine panels. Bing, 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 bing. That's true. <laughs> they made it very simple for you to understand. Um, in one way, here are your training wheels. In another way, buckle up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then when you're done with this, I'll give you something that, you know. Um, so, you know, but do you also, while they're at the Comic-Con, are you encouraging people to go into the library itself? And, and Oh, absolutely. At, yeah. Absolutely. And we'll have um, library card signups there. As long as you oh, live, work, or go to school in Payne County, you can get a library card at the Stillwater Public Library for no fee. Um so we'll have signups there. All you need is a photo ID and, and proof of residency if your ID doesn't. You know, if you're going to school at OSU but you're from Texas, just bring a utility bill or something that has your. I'm officially an, an employee of Oklahoma State University. Can I get a license? Can I get a? What's your, can I what's get a, your, what's your employee ID look like? I don't even know if I have an employee ID anymore. I'm afraid the answer is no, Michael. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and if you want to support the library but don't have a library card, you can always make a donation. We've got a Friends of the Library group. Um, And you can also, you can get a Stillwater Public Library card for $25 a year if you're not in the county. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. We actually have. I'd be willing to do that anyway. We have a lot of people who do that. If You know, there are so many digital resources now. Yeah. Yeah. With the uh, Oklahoma Virtual Library that you can download audiobooks and ebooks and stuff. And so we actually have a lot of people who come in and get their cards and then don't really come back into the library for much more. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a member of the the Oklahoma Metro Library. I'm a member of the Canadian, uh, not Canadian, Cleveland County, uh, mm-hmm. or the Pioneer. The Pioneer Library. Because right. it's, uh, they do have Oklahoma City Library, so I went up to the Southwest one. So I'd be, I, and that's mostly what I use it for. It's like if there's a, a digital book, a digital audio book that I want, sometimes the Metro Library will have it. Sometimes only the Pioneer Library will have it. So right. I'll look at different sites. 
I'll come down to Payne County and get a flight right Absolutely. Sure. And sometimes our wait lists are much shorter. I shouldn't tell that yeah. because yeah. then everybody else is going to want to get on my wait on list. I'm still waiting on book right now. Yeah. 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 That's, that's a lot of, a lot of it too. It's just people like, Oh, I need that one. I need that one. So. My wife would like the waiting lists for digital books to be shorter, partly so she can get the book faster, but also so she doesn't have to constantly hear my tirades about how treating digital objects like physical objects is stupid. <laughs> it's weird. Because I, I will do it I, at I, the I, drop of a hat. I'm <laughs> resisting the urge right now. <laughs> I've, I've, I've often found that, but I, under, I understand it, uh, but, no, but don't do not legitimize. Okay. I, I'm done. <laughs> Take a deep breath. So but, the vapors, but, but so if you've got people also, when you can't had it last year, I'm guessing you had people not just from Stillwater. If you're talking about 800 people. Oh yeah. We had, we had people from, um, I know that, well, you know, some of the vendors yeah. brought friends and families along with them, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, Stillwater's kind of got a regional representation, yeah, right? You know, they're um, yeah. Tulsa and Oklahoma City are, are an hour distant. So we had, you know, some people who came over near Enid and from near Enid and um, from different places around this. It's state. a great central location, I it actually really find. Uh, if you, because we were doing a, a thing with the Society of Professional Journalists and we had our uh, award ceremony in Stillwater this year because. Sometimes if we have it in Oklahoma City, we don't usually get people from Tulsa. If we mm-hmm. have it in Tulsa, we don't get people from Oklahoma City. So this year we did, and, and, it, and it, people would come from both from directions both to, to get to Stillwater because it's only, and, and well, it used to be an hour and a half, and I actually think that's shortened down even a little bit more oh, yeah. with all yeah. the yeah. speed it's, increases. and From here, I mean, it took us like an hour and 15 minutes door to door today. So it's not, and they, we had a main major intersection that had been, all summer long, a mess. <laughs> Lo and behold, before the first football game, it was opened up. What do you know? <laughs> what a surprise. Right? Handy, handy timing. Handy, handy timing. Very so, unexpected. Yeah, not as, much, not as much construction in Stillwater now as there was a few weeks ago. So it's pretty easy, pretty straightforward. And it's wonderful that there is this love of geekdom, fandom. Uh, the, the lexicon has kind of grown. Absolutely. Uh, in, in, in Oklahoma, especially. So I'm, I'm puzzled. I'm trying, and I can't figure out, I haven't decided for sure. Is it that it has grown or is it that we've come out of the closets? You know what yes. I'm saying? Have there always been this many people who love this stuff and we just didn't have a place to go before? Or, or maybe also... It's growing because yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a combination of both, and and again, having been sort of swimming these waters basically my entire life, um, I was always constantly surprised. Like uh, when I first went to college in Stillwater, I had to find a new comic book store, and what do you know? Suddenly, I had friends right in yeah. Stillwater, right? Like so, that kind of thing has always been a thing. Um, but, uh, so there has been more, I think more than you knew. Cause, cause it was also, you're limited by geography, right? right. Like I, I only knew oh, the gamers. Yeah. I mean, through eighties and nineties, I only know the gamers or the comic book people that are physically, right that are physically you. near me. Right. So internet makes it more obvious that there are more people, mm-hmm. but I think I use the, they're kind of on the, on the decline at this point, but I always used to use the world of Warcraft um numbers where it was like 1.9 billion people or or something are playing world of warcraft guess what bunch of those people are like cool quarterback guys (laughs) pretending to be elves (laughs) so the stigma is wearing off you know yeah 
Yeah, when I saw the Marvel uh, doesn't hurt. Yeah, like you don't get opening weekends like that for a niche market. Oh, right. The, the niche yeah. market time the, is over. The, the I movies, mean, so movies, televisions. I think the fact that both, I that think. it's in special effects have allowed for movies and televisions to be where they're at right now, and and the and the realization that there is just so much out there. Uh, because I was just talking to my wife the other day that we got a new season coming up in television. And I'm, there's a lot of shows I'm looking forward to. Inhumans, Gifted, all these great shows. But then oh, I also realized we're less than two weeks. about Inhumans, Michael. Oh, no, really? We'll talk about okay. it later. Um, there, there's, there's, <laughs> we're two weeks away from the, the beginning of the season. But of course, we just got through Game of Thrones. We've got other things that we're watching right now. And at no point am I bored. There used to be a time where the summer was horrid. Or, For TV, right. Or, 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 Go you know, outside. When they would, nope, no, sorry. Yeah, no, that's not going to happen. I don't, I don't know, know what to tell you. That's something else to watch here. Um, but there's there's just such an embarrassment of riches with Netflix, with the Defenders coming out, with, with all these things, that there is so much that you can watch and enjoy. And I think that's what's bringing fandom out as well, is the, that, it's, that it's all out there. And you can be any kind of fan you want. Right. And it doesn't hurt that some people have figured out ways to make money from it, too. Right? Sure. Yes. Well, look, I mean, uh, de democratization of art for the Internet is a huge deal. Like these small comic book publishers are probably doing most of their business online and probably or maybe, I mean, depending on their model, they're not doing it in physical objects. Right. Right. I mean, maybe they have some. But I, I, if I find an artist that I like who's making comic books, who's forever away just send me a file man like i got a tablet i'll read right. the thing and right. your overhead is lower than and you make more money as an artist i mean you're seeing it for self-publishing as an actual viable uh concern for yeah. pros for novelists it's uh yeah that that's i think that's the other thing that's why you're having these fanfic conversations um is because now now it's a thing you can make available right and it's not just something you share with your friend yeah the, you right know, news next it's not year. zines yeah. Yeah. I mean, they are zines yeah. still, basically, but there's also Wattpad or whatever. I mean, it's it's now, um, yeah, it's it's uh, and and even with st things like fanfic, it wasn't necessarily things that you did in the dark out of shame. It was things that you did because you wanted to do them and you weren't sure if anybody else cared. Guess what? The internet will let you again. Have you met right. the internet? <laughs> Somebody cares. Somebody cares. Somebody in the six billion, seven billion people on the planet, they care. Possibly a shocking number care. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Um, where can people find uh, information about Lexicon? You can go to our Stillwater Public Library website. It's library.stillwater.org. And right there on the front page, there's a link to the to the Lexicon page. There's a list of the vendors. There's a schedule. Excellent. Um, information about the contest. Because you else. said people I don't know. So now I have to go find out about that. Yes. Right. And for the most part, we've got links. If they've got, you know, DeviantArt mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. Facebook or wherever they've they've provided us with some links so you can check out Excellent. some of their stuff. And, and you guys have a Facebook page as well. We do. The events, well, Stillwater Public Library has its Facebook. Stillwater Facebook, Public yeah. Library has a Facebook page and we have an event uh, page there as well. So, Do you guys, uh, Twitter, do you guys do, does anyone do Twitter? Yes. <laughs> Ish. Uh, it, I think it's, I can't remember what, if you search for Stillwater Public Library, the neat thing about Stillwater Public Library is that there's also a Stillwater, Minnesota that has a Stillwater Public mm -hmm. Library. From time to time, we'll have events posted on our Facebook page that are actually happening in Stillwater, Minnesota. And I'm like, gosh, I really would like to hear this just, band. Just in, <laughs> case, just in case you want to make the drive, y'all. Right. right. Um, you know, because groups that are playing or doing something. So make sure you're looking for Stillwater, Oklahoma yes. um, before you get really excited about something that you Just like looking up OSU, make sure you're looking up right. Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, State, not Ohio State. Yes. Right. And if right. you Google up Lexicon, you might find Lexington, Kentucky's Comic-Con. 
But we had oh. ours. We had ours first. We well, were, and there's is trademark it. Right. There's <laughs> is obvious and not right. as clever. That's right. 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 My, our daughter just went to is in Conway, Arkansas, and they have Comic Conway, and I'm like, oh nice. yes, of course sure. you do. Of That's course. perfect. So, but yeah, we. It's a must. Yeah, so we're we're a lexicon up in Stillwater because we're smart. They're That's right. <laughs> Ten to three, uh, September ninth yes, on Twelfth and Duck. Welcome, Twelfth and Duck. Twelfth and Duck. And we hope we have a great turnout. Hope people show up. That's I mean, we know people will show sure. up. Sure. No, hope some uh, of our I'll, listeners today will show yeah. up. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I think go it, see them. Tell them we sent you. you. Yeah. Say, say, Okie Geek sent you. Thank you so very much for showing up. Well, thank you so much for having us down here. That's going to do it for our show. Our website is okigeek.com. You can also find us on Twitter and Facebook at Okigeek Podcast. That's also the address for our Gmail account. You can find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iTunes. And Josh, where can people find you on the World Wide Web? Next Saturday. Next Saturday. Next Saturday begins, finally, the first session in Superhero University, Batgirl. We're going to talk about Batgirl of Burnside. And if you want to come to the live video portion of that seminar, you have to be a patron. Now, you'll get the audio later, but the patrons get extra special things. That's right. And you can become a patron at www.patreon.com slash pulpdictionproductions. And if you have any questions or concerns about this thing, you can just t- Twitter me at Joshua Unruh. He's got a lot to say on Twitter. I got really quiet for two <laughs> days because I was... <laughs> In a classroom. That's right. <laughs> and I had people like, are you credit. dead? No, I'm not dead. I'm just teaching. Wait. <laughs> There's a joke in there. I'm not making it. Anyway. There you yeah. Go. And you can find me at KOSU Michael C. Be sure and subscribe to the podcast. Also rate us and leave a comment. Until next time. Oh, wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. wait, wait. Also, go listen to us. All of the Okie Geek co-hosts. Oh, yes. Go oh, listen to yes, us on you. this week and next week's. Elijah Bailey show the number one or number two depending on who you're asking (laughs) podcast in Oklahoma Uh, yeah Elijah had all of us on and we talked about a bunch of things in the first one and then the next one we just drilled hard into uh, into defenders that'll be coming out next week but this week's is already out it's uh, it was a lot of fun that was a blast it was we really had a great time Elijah so go Bailey check that show. Out. Elijah Bailey show uh, through Blackened Studios on uh, they're on Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes. So you can wherever find great podcasts are sold. That's right, exactly. <laughs> so go check them out because we had a blast doing that. Thank you so much, everybody. Until next time, along with Jim and Paula Long, I'm Michael Cross, and I'm Joshua Unruh, reminding you to keep calm and geek on. <laughs>